you're hanging out with a relatively new friend and things are going really well. Until she commits one of your new friend red flags. You can't help but wonder, are you overthinking it? Overanalyzing? Or should you genuinely be alarmed by what just happened? I got to thinking about this recently because a BuzzFeed article that was released earlier this week uh, compiled a list of new friend red flags that women submitted on social media. And I was so intrigued by this that I went to my personal Instagram stories and I asked women who followed, what are the things that a woman can do within your first few interactions of meeting her that makes you run the other way? And the answers were so interesting. So to discuss them today, I decided I would step away from my coach role to have a sort of round table as we discuss some common new friend red flags, including some of those that you personally submitted to me on Instagram. And then toward the end of the episode, we discuss our favorite green flags, those things that another woman does in the first couple interactions that have you thinking, she's the one. So pull up a seat and turn this up and join us for a little girl chat and we'll relax into a full group discussion of the red and green flags that we should look out for when we're entertaining a new friend. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. So today I'm joined by two of my personal friends, Yamel and Katie, and I invited them to this discussion because they are keep it real friends. They are not afraid to disagree and they always surprise me with their opinions. You know how you have a friend and you feel like you've got her figured out and she surprises you sometimes? These women are are those friends for me. So I thought, oh, let me put them together and we're going to have a good conversation. And so we're going to talk about the, the new friend red flags that appeared on this BuzzFeed article. Then we're going to talk about green flags and, and then we want you to come and find us at Friend Forward on Instagram or at betterfemalefriendships.com to tell us your thoughts because this is an ongoing conversation. So settle in, girl, because I know you have opinions. Okay, so let's jump in. So on this BuzzFeed article, one woman wrote um, uh, a red flag, a new friend red flag for me is when they make comments about other people's appearance or clothing. Like who cares if a woman wants to wear makeup and wedges? What are your thoughts here? If we are that vain to be only focused on how someone looks like that, has, there's a problem with that person. Um, and that goes into the same category of like talking about people. That's just that to me, that's very high school. And I think we're behind that or we're past that. Um, so, yeah, that would be. That would probably be a red flag for me. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, this was actually the number one submission. So it was repeated kind of throughout the BuzzFeed article. And as several women started to send in their you know, new friend red flags, it emerged right away as like the number one red flag. If I'm talking to you for the first time and all you're talking about is other people. And I mean, for obvious reasons, it indicates to me, you can't be trusted. It makes me feel like, what are you saying about me? Maybe it makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to participate. And so from the very beginning, I feel like it makes it close. It makes it difficult to, to get close to you or to trust you because it's just so, so negative. Okay. Another one on here was, um, a red, a new friend red flag for me is when they expect you to be their personal therapist. 
I used to be a friend's emotional dumping basket and I had to tell her I'm not qualified to help with your issues. So you can feel for a person, but at the end of the day, you got to watch out for your own health. So we're talking about new friend red flags. So if you have a new friend who's kind of treating you like a personal therapist, what do you think? Do you feel like maybe she's just going through something and you need to kind of show up for her? Or to you, is that kind of like a warning sign of something else to come? I like to show up for people. So that wasn't a red flag for me. I I enjoy listening to people and hearing their stories. Now, if I need to invoice them for my time (laughs) afterwards, I might. If someone's talking about their, I don't mind stuff like that in people's stories. There's like a limit though. You know, like, well, being a doula and a nurse, it seems like people naturally share like their emotions with you. So I'm kind of like used to that. I I honestly have never had someone that uses me as an emotional dumping basket. Sometimes I feel guilty where I'm like, when people ask me like, how are you? Especially if I like you, I'll share how I really am and not just good, you know? But um, especially with Danielle, I'm like, girl, I need to tell you <laughs> all the things. Yeah, if they're just like so self-absorbed that they don't even care to think like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, shared a hundred things with you. How are you? You know, if they cannot um, assess themselves to think about you in that, in that, you know, in every interaction, every conversation, there's, yeah, that, that's going to be a bit much for me. And nowadays that we're all going through so much, it's like, okay, there's only so much that we can take on. And this is not one of those things that I have the the capacity for right now. Mm, too true. Especially if we're talking like new friends. So they didn't need like yeah. a, a runway first, like they're comfortable jumping in. I feel like kind of makes you, you know, for me, I think it would depend. I think it depends on the intensity, but I think the first time, I think I would definitely notice, but I don't know if it would deter me from going further because I think my first thought would be, that had to have been a one-off. Like she was just going through it. I don't think I would take it and be like, oh God, this is how it's going to be. But everybody's different. So for me, I think I totally go on like a second coffee outing and then just like see if it was a pattern, but I don't think I'd be But you don't think it would weird you out as a new friend where it's like you just like literally met me at the bar, like Katie said, you just met me and now you're sharing with me your deepest, darkest, like things that are going on. You don't think that would weird you out? You know, well, I'm going to plug another episode. We did an episode with psychologist, Dr. Marissa Franco, and she was talking about vulnerability and how we sometimes do it the wrong way. And she said, if you, you know, if you do it too soon, or if you're being vulnerable because you're trying to test people to see, you know, okay, if you can take me at my worst, you can have me at my best. Or if it's not even vulnerable for you, because vulnerability should feel risky to you. But there are some people who are very comfortable talking about financial issues, divorce, you know, just like big things in the first meeting and choosing that's not necessarily vulnerability because it's very comfortable for you. So I, I guess like I would have to think about like, I wonder why they told me that or was she just coming off of a fight with the husband like an hour before we're supposed to meet. So this is like raw or, you know, so I guess there's like a lot of different factors, but I don't think it would turn me off right away because my brain would just assume like, oh, she must have just been going through it today, but I, maybe I'd be on alert like the next yeah time. and maybe maybe some of us just get like i can see where you danielle where someone would sit with you and feel comfortable because you're like the your conversation style is very much like engaged and asking open-ended questions 
So, I mean, I'm just saying that because I'm on your podcast. Hello. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, share, review. Like, they would feel like, okay, this is a safe space with this person. So I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I, I'm going to take my initial response back where it's like, if you feel, if the person feels like you're a safe space, maybe we're just, you know, I'm meant to be for that person for that little bit of Yeah. For sure. Okay, so this third one, it was very specific. I wonder what you think. This one says, a new friend red flag for me is when they knowingly engage in a relationship with a married person. Because if they can do that to one woman, they can do it to me. And I just, I haven't formed an opinion on this one. What, Katie, what do you think? The end of like, they could do it to me is just dramatic. But um, (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. It's just like, okay, simmer down. But like the knowingly engagement, that's like morally, that's not my jam. Like I can't with you and just be like, cool. That's like, it's just, I can't have like a real conversation with you knowing that that's going down. Yeah, that was a bit much for me too. It's just a moral thing at this at this point where it's not like funny. It's not even something that I can like, you know how sometimes people throw things at you and passing that would be a hard stop. That would be like, hold on. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not talking about I don't want to know. I don't want to know who it is. I don't want to be anywhere near this. This is like a bomb about to explode. So, yeah, that's not something I could engage in at all. So I guess like the broader question here is when. Uh, a new friend does reveal something to you, maybe like in that first conversation that morally you feel like, ooh, I can't support that thing. Do you write off the possibilities of a friendship because you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot align myself with somebody who would do insert, you know, behavior we disagree with here. Or if you say, oh, you know, well, you know, I would never make those life choices, but she seems really cool. If you could separate and it's just, it's really hard because at the end of the day, you want to feel like you can respect the other person. And so if different values emerge and you're like, okay, on a fundamental level, I can't respect her, then I totally understand. So I don't think I would, I don't think I would judge it. I just know that, you know, you can substitute cheating or or an affair for literally any other moral thing maybe you don't agree with and then ask yourself can I feel comfortable engaging with somebody who um is making life choices that are different than what I would make if it was someone that I know for a very long time maybe you can make a better like next step plan but but then your relationship is already built on not being trustful yeah 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 I get that That's a tough one. That's specific, but that is a tough one. So the next one is a little less specific, but I've heard it um, a couple times and I've seen articles about this kind of phenomenon of the fast friend. So the next young woman writes, um, a new friend red flag for me is when they become a quote fast friend. For example, if you met them a month ago and they're already asking to be your maid of honor. Now I know that example is very specific, but the idea of the fast friend, um, I think in some ways that can be dangerous. I feel like there are some, you know, uh, um, bits of like maybe codependency there or something that are coming out if right right away they're feeling an attachment or this connection and you feel like it was it was too fast and so now you're com- you're uncomfortable or you're skeptical of her motivations maybe because you're like this is this is too fast and it feels clingy for me but we all know that story of the girl who you met the first time and you feel like oh my god like where has she been my whole life? And you only met one time. And so I don't know, there's a, there's a tricky balance there. What do you think? I, I feel bad for the person that asked someone after a month, because that means like there wasn't other people to ask. 
Mm. I'm going to empath a little bit for this fast friend. I think I'm going to be the odd man out or odd woman, woman out. (laughs) Um, Why? Because we wouldn't be judging like a, a romantic story where it's like, oh, love at first sight. And they looked at each other across the room and they fell in love yeah. and they got married two weeks later. We would be like, oh my God, that's so amazing. So I do think that if happens would we, in would we? I was just going to say, would we? No, would we? Well, we probably would be judged. You're a hopeless romantic. Hey, You're my husband romantic. wanted to marry me the first time he saw me, okay? Well, who won okay. It, first of all, who won it? <laughs> all I'm saying is like, it might be like it's just a situation like because you're awesome that they want you to be the maid of honor but you're also like a little concerned i think i no, i think that i was like i used to be this person i think even before i met danielle again not to not to plug that again but (laughs) i was very like no i was like i'm not accepting any friendship applications like i'm good i'm good in my life and if i wouldn't have been open to like quote unquote fast friends, we probably wouldn't even be here now. Cause it cap it just like happened quick. And I was like, oh, this is this is a girl I could like, hmm, I could talk to her. Like Mary, you smart. could you could basically marry me. Mary. But you know what? We're just saying a lot because your misses no new friends. I no new friends. I am, but now I have a different perspective. Now I am a fast friend. I get friends in like a, like a second. I'm like, oh my God, you're my friend now. <laughs> All right, so this next one, a woman says, um, a red flag for me and a new friend is when they don't respect other people's boundaries or if they have no fill, you don't mind. Yeah, Mel, you first. <laughs> I, do, I do think that we need to respect people's boundaries, right? And that that's something that we're constantly learning about. I know I am. And, and also learning about like, give like portraying your boundaries and not worried about how the other person feels about it and that's hard in friendships but yeah like that no filter thing no that's not cool to me like the whole like right away you're gonna tell me what your thought is like for example about what I'm wearing or for example for me I have a lot of people that I've met that I know is a red flag and we don't don't proceed because right away they want to comment on how many children I have. Oh hell no. Like she I, has five, I, by just, the way, to those listening. I love five. that. Cheers. I got three yeah. tapped out. Like as soon as we meet, you're gonna like ask me what type of birth control I'm on right now. <gasps> no. Or, oh my God, you and your husband are really busy. No. Another no. <laughs> so yeah, that type of no filter, I would think that it's not cool for me. So I a hundred percent think the disrespect, no filter, but for me, no filter is like, what's up, bitch? Like just saying (laughs) vulgarities because that's totally me. Like that's true. That's a good point. That's relative for me. No filter. That's super disrespectful. Someone's like, Oh, you have five kids. Oh, are you, you know, that's so awkward and weird. Like when you having your next one, I always got offended with because we did IVF. So like we're on we're on doctor time. We're on scientist time. We have to be be conscious of that. So that, yeah, I get that with the no filter, but my no filter is just like being super uncomfortable for some people for the things I say, but not like towards them, just in general. Okay. So this next woman says, uh, a a new friend red flag for me is when they are flaky with meetups, always late, returning texts a week later, they drop off the face of the earth and pretend like nothing happens when they come back. If it's a newer friend, what are your thoughts? Is this, is this turning us off? I think I, 
I've, I've sometimes been late. I return a text, not like a week later, but maybe like, like I just, that's a busy life. Um, but the dropping off the face of the earth, I always make sure to like do check-ins, but like, I don't, I mean, brand new friend, probably not going to take the time to chase them down. Okay. So this one says, uh, a new friend red flags when they praise me too much and overemphasize how much we have in common. How do you feel about that girl who's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Oh my God, I love your hair. I love your very complimentary. Is it a turnoff or does it make you feel good? I appreciate the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for noticing. You're right. You're totally right. You I see am in a season you see where me. I will embrace the compliments. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't, ex- I guess I haven't experienced that person that's like over to the point where you feel annoyed. And I'm very much like in, in the true hype girl mentality, not just using it as a hype hashtag. Mm-hmm. True yes. hype girl. <laughs> I want, I want you to feel good. I, you know, I, I have, I'm, hello, I'm raising four daughters. So I want mm-hmm. them to be able to not only hype themselves up and hype other people up. So I don't think this is a bad one. I think some people just naturally have that in them that they notice things in others and they want to compliment. And actually yeah. to me, a woman that can compliment another woman is a very confident woman. Thank you. I, I compliment people all the time because I love it. There you go, Katie. Thank You're confident. Thank you. I will take that compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Boom. There you go. Fast friends. And we also had some of our followers who submitted theirs as well. We're going to look at three from Instagram followers that were submitted that are very specific, but we'll kind of see what our thoughts are here. So we had one Instagram follower who um, responded to our Instagram story. And she said, if they've had no friends longer than five years, do you find yourself judging or making assessments on a woman if you learn that she doesn't have long-term friends? No. I think sometimes people change seasons and they can't take the people with them when they're growing and people are, you know, that could be someone who's just at like hitting their peak levels and the people they were friends with just can't jive with it now and they can't kind of level up with them or they're not there to like support them now that's interesting because i have women several women during sessions who will speak about the fact that they don't have the 10 15 20 year friendships and how they feel a certain inadequacy or insecurity about that when they compare the longevity of their friendships to others so it might be comforting for some of them to hear you say that for you that's not like an indicator. You're not judging. Um, Yamel, what do you think? Yeah, I would hate for that to be something that someone does a full stop on because it, it it's not, I don't think it's, it's, um, it highlights them. It, like Katie said, it could be something with the other people that kind of exited their life. Um, another Instagram follower of ours on friend Ford's Instagram account submitted if they leave my house a mess. There's a boundary. That is a boundary. But then also we need, that goes back to like, girl, you need to go on friend forward and listen to having (laughs) how you can have some better communications with your friends, because that's something that I feel like you could talk about and easily get past. Actually, you know, I don't know. Is that true? As a neat freak as you are, you're telling me someone comes to your house and you but, but I'm also very direct. So we would have to, ha- I wouldn't see, I wouldn't immediately 
um, X them out, we would have this conversation. Now, if it's repetitive, then that's when it's like, no, girl, you didn't take off your shoes and you did not even offer to put your plate in the sink. So you need to go. All right. And then the last one says, this is interesting. Um, a person who's asking if we're in a fight or if I'm upset, if I don't text her back for a few days, this is kind of the inverse of the other one, maybe a little bit, but, um, a girl who's asking, are we okay? Or who seems maybe highly sensitive to any kind of, of distance. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts there? That's sad because they had like separation anxiety as a child. I don't know. Like that, it just get that gets deeper than you not texting them back. Like, agree. Are you mad at me? Are you upset? Are you upset? Is there something wrong? Is there, no, I have three kids and I have a full-time job and I, you know, like, no, it just took me a couple of days to respond. So I was this person oh, mm. being completely honest. I was this person. So it kind of makes me feel bad for them that somebody's going to, um, put them as a red flag and not perceive because they're probably an awesome person because I'm an awesome person, but I had to work on myself and not be an overthinker, you know, and not worry about it. And now I'm probably that person that is like, I forget to, you know, call you or, or, you know, we have a discussion and then I haven't called you in two weeks or texted you in two weeks and it has nothing to do with our discussion. It's just life. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Let's end on this. I want you guys to give me what for you is a green flag, meaning you meet a woman for the first time, you're getting to know her and she does or says this and you're like, oh my gosh, she's like amazing. Like I could totally be good friends with her. What are some of your green flags? I love when people genuinely say nice things to you. So like that compliment one or the one where people are like, oh my God, you're great. I feel that energy. I love that energy. I think it just opens people up to a bigger conversation. Um, so I think a green flag for me is, is genuine compliments. That's someone who's like, great shoes that, you know, like that or something awkward, but like a genuine compliment that starts a conversation and like, a, like maybe a joke or like a smile, you know, I'm a little hype. You're easy. A joke or a smile. Oh my God. <laughs> a joke or a smile. That's Take me home. Faster and faster. Um, I, I, I have to go back to uh, confident women will compliment other women. Mm. I, I, I have to stand by that. That makes me like a green flag. And also if we meet in a group and you, um, make it a point to, speak to everyone in the group and acknowledge everyone and not stay in like that clicky mode. That's an immediate green flag too, because I've been also in the shoes of like a very shy personality where I was very shy. I know Danielle, you don't believe that, that I was ever shy, <laughs> but I was okay. And, um, that would have meant the world if someone would have acknowledged me and take the moment to, how do you pronounce your difficult name? Like, because I want to say it right, rather than, oh, she's shy. Let me not talk to her. I'm going to continue talking to Katie because I know Katie. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that, I love that. that is such a good one. Like the girl who is very aware of everyone and it is trying to be inviting to everybody. Like, hey, girl, hey, I see you. Oh, hey, what's your name? I'm so into mm -hmm. like who is trying to make sure everyone is seen and getting it. That is such a good point. I love that woman, too. Like if I see her yeah. for the first time, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's we can amazing. Take some notes from her. 
for sure. Yes. Oh Many my gosh. of the haters were like, oh, you have to introduce yourself to everyone. And you're like, yeah, I do. <laughs> That's what we do. I think one of mine that makes me kind of like, I don't know if people say girl crush anymore, but something that makes me kind of like, oh my gosh, like, okay, she's cool, is when you hang out and it's like maybe the first time, so you're still trying to kind of figure out like each other's humor. You don't know what's, you know, too much, you know, and you're having a good time. And when you drive home, you're like, man, like that was cool. And then like (laughs) that night or the next day, if she texts you and was like, last night was really fun like the same way you would in a romantic relationship but somebody who follows up like within the first couple days but who says something like oh that was really fun or if she initiates something right away like hey there's this festival saturday we should totally go and not in a fast friend way but even just offering something that's almost like affirmation of like man i had a good time too because you know you are always kind of sometimes wondering when you leave like well i had a good time but was she feeling it as much or was she just being polite? So whenever you get that confirmation of, or that validation of, yeah, that was a good time for me too. We should totally do that again. As soon as you find out it's like a mutual liking, I think that like takes it next level. Yeah. I think we should put the same energy that we put into romantic relationships. You can kind of put a little bit of that energy into friendship, right? And we need that just as much as we need romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Courtship, you know, courting. Mm-hmm. Like I take Danielle out, out on dates and she's late and I don't. I need you not to expose me. I need you not to expose me right now. Okay. So as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want you to think about what they signify to you. And then I want you to be on alert for those the next time you engage with a new woman. Because some of us, we are too quick to jump ship whenever we see something that we identify as a red flag, while others of us see those red flags but opt to stay anyway, whether it's because we're overly optimistic or because we suddenly minimize those quote-unquote transgressions in an effort to to have some semblance of friendship, whatever it is, I want you to identify what it is before you get in the situation so you can kind of see when that moment arrives, if you can uphold it, just something to think about. And if you want to come share your aha moments with me, you know I would love that. You can find us on Instagram at friendforward or follow me personally at Danielle Byer Jackson or come find everything you possibly need regarding female friendships over at betterfemalefriendships.com. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Yamel and Katie as much as I did. You can follow along with Yamel because she's always got something interesting to say. She's a mother of five. She owns One Love Doula. She's actually my doula. Currently, I'm seven months pregnant and her team is is working with me and I'm so excited about that. So follow along with her at Yamel, Y-A-M-E-L-B-E-L-E-N, Yamel Bellin on Instagram. And then there's my girl, Katie, who is unafraid to tell it like it is. And you can follow her on Instagram at the real K Ray. That's K-R-E-Y. So maybe that's helpful if any of the things these women shared today resonated with you and you want to reach out to them personally to keep the conversation going. I highly encourage it. In the meantime, you know that I am here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time. Thank you for doing I that. Wish you keep, I wish you won't edit the end out because I enjoy your laugh tremendously. No, it's no, it's not on brands. I no. love your, I cannot deal with your on brand. Listen. Yeah. <laughs>